we're back talking about sea monsters. Ten tentacle monsters. Tentacles. Like what? Tentacles everywhere. So many tentacles. Tentacle jokes. Tentacle life. Uh, we'll get into all of it in in this month's episode of uh, <laughs> in the latest going berserk. The latest going yeah. berserk. Uh, I know you yeah. always say it at the end, but I am Paul. And I'm Nathan. Yeah, there and, we go. Uh, we did it. <laughs> we, we're, yeah, so that's that's the voices that you're hearing, and uh, thanks for joining us again. Uh, this is probably the first volume I've, like, noticed someone in the story saying, like, oh, wow, look at that guy over there. He's going berserk. He, that they literally say that. Has yep. gone berserk. <laughs> so we've been saying it, but I don't remember any story characters saying that's what that means like that's what it's like i'm uh, when i read that i got excited i was like oh take a drink they said it <laughs> they said the thing <laughs> yeah i just have quotes i think it's shirka says it. it's just like well guts has gone berserk so like keep keep your distance kind of thing is is the gist of what's going on yeah because that's uh, where we yeah, the... ended off he's taking on the whole like pirate tentacle fleet by himself because he has to yes basically. the the sea gods tentacle minions or whatever are uh everywhere yeah uh and he he's fighting them off uh and i guess you get your kind of concern about uh oh like once he's killed the tentacles is he gonna berserk on us if we are <laughs> too close yeah and then something happens like differently like you like before it was shirka was able to bring him down a little bit or connect with his luminous form or whatever and, and communicate. Yeah. She tries that, but bounces off. And instead we have this weird interaction with like Casca and this little kid that I remembered recently. Cause he's on the beach. Uh, he was on the beach run of like 10 volumes ago or something like a bit ago. Yeah. Yeah. But like Isma's appearance or something kind of jogged my memory of like, Oh yeah. Remember when mysterious character one showed up and was just kind of there. <laughs> I was yeah. like, Oh yeah. Right. Uh, it shows up again. Uh, and the glowing kind of form of that kid somehow breaches the, the armor's negative energy or something. And he's able to, hold back and not kill everybody so do you think um, that kid is like a a god of some sort because the way he's drawn or at least his like odd form or whatever is very much the same as when shirke is talking with like the kings of like the east and west and the spirits and they're kind of like joining with her yeah i don't know like like yeah, it's just like a little vessel for some sort of powerful spirit or something. Like never speaks. Just it's pure just a light. silent kind of yeah, and yeah. pure light in in that form. So I'm I hope we'll find out. I also hope we get a name or something so I can't just so I can like latch on to something instead of just like you know that like elfish kid you know the weird kid that the shows one, up the one that we kind naked. of assume is like Casca's child or something right like the reborn fetus or something. Well, she yeah he he showed up twice to interact with Casca primarily so she's like drawn clearly, yeah yeah some connection so I guess we'll hopefully find out before we run out of volumes um but yeah um do you think it's like Griffith's kid from Casca like is there some weird shit I mean, going it's dark hair so I don't know yeah you know, but it's long 
But Femto... And there's a majestic quality to his face in a similar way. Wasn't there some so weird thing know. where, like, Femto's, like, seed destroyed the, the kid or something when he raped her? Because she ha she was pregnant, I think, already with Guts's kid at that point. Oh, yeah, and there was that weird ghost baby thing right? that was around. And so then that became the seed for Femto or whatever with the egg guy yeah <laughs> this is this is anime y'all <laughs> holy shit yeah there's some anime shit so it's like on. yeah maybe there's twins you know like there's a good one and a bad one and okay i don't know i don't know sure um it's magic so a lot of things could be the case uh yeah hopefully mira will tell us um i'm just oh I, like i guess my second note here was just about the pirates like they're still they're still being goofy kind of goofballs even in tentacle form which kind of had me thinking about like they're not like losing their identity yet they're just kind of like they're part of a collective of like weird monsters but they still kind of have their own zazz to them so i i was kind of like do you lose yourself more and more the longer you're a tentacle or do you oh, just yeah. this is just how it is you actually are part of a you know collective consciousness and you maintain your sassy self a little bit so <laughs> these pirates are just constantly cracking jokes i don't want to like get too far because we kind of get an answer a little bit they start losing it later on and i a feel little bit, yeah that it's because the sea god is waking up and taking full control of its own form and this is kind of like yeah they're themselves because they're like that sea god is sleeping or whatever so they can just like but if he wants to assert control or whatever, then it's right. Then maybe you lose it and you just become a almost a like a colony of ants are all independent ants or whatever. But then like when like something happens, they ha just have this like hive mind where they have to do a thing at the same time or something and they kind of lose their individuality, individuality. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's kind of the, the dilemmas of that movie Ants with Woody Allen. Like, uh -huh. It's like, oh, yeah. am I just the, uh, am I an individual or just part of the hive or whatever? It's like that existential crisis. Um, Is that but the one that came form. out with a bug's life around the same time? Yeah, same same time frame. I think the yeah. next year maybe, but they were around at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, after this this little skirmish with the the remaining monsters that we're dealing with here, I, the pirates kind of flee as part of this. Like they're just like, oh man, that guy's crazy i think he bites like an optic nerve at one point like he's going nuts going berserk there. yeah <laughs> he's going berserk and then they just kind of back off for a bit and then uh the yeah the kid manages to crack the veneer or whatever and he he comes back and then you get a pretty rare gut smile where he's he's got his teeth he's not very good oh, at it yeah but he, he's giving a little <laughs> smile and he's like no nah, it's okay i'm here you guys don't don't be scared or whatever <laughs> but it's like huh he never does this. He's never smiling. Well, I think it's uh, Shirke but... that, like, does the actual peeling the armor back thing. Like, he, he was just kind of... Oh, yeah. She gets a window of opportunity to try it again. Yeah. Because of this distraction or whatever. Right. Yeah, that's right. But, like, that thing is taking over, essentially, is kind of the big draw or takeaway from this. Is like, that thing is basically assuming complete control now. <laughs> like, it's getting really really bad we had to add in a deus ex machina mcguffin god kid to pull it back this time but hey justified it it's like hey it's a full moon uh yep. weird stuff like that happens when it's a full moon True. like magic kids are able to appear in this realm or something 
Uh, also, brief note, uh, someone, I think it's uh, Puck, uh, calls Serpico Serp, and I never would have <laughs> thought to do that as a nickname for that name, so. Okay. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it, Serp. Someone throws at him at one point, and I don't know. It's weird. That, that is kind but, of yeah. weird. Uh, it was fun seeing Isma kind of just be like the new person that's excited about this action. Because, like, I, like like, I yeah, say every time, at everything that's going there's on. always somebody that has to be indicating. It's like, wow, he's so cool. <laughs> and Look like, at this guy right here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess. But not only him, like, all of it. It's just true. like, wow, monsters are real. Like, this is this is yeah. happening. It's like, yeah, I know. It's crazy, right? Like, Isidro and, and her kind of have some fun little exchanges. She's fun. But, I really yeah. like uh, what they're doing with her. Right. Yeah, so Isma far. seems pretty great. She's great. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is, I I think Isidro keeps trying to get in on the action here, but it doesn't like there's just not really a window of opportunity or he's like he's not cut out for what's going on cuz like at some point Puck kind of chastises him like, "Hey, your party rank keeps getting lower and lower as as stuff's going on cuz he keeps <laughs> like not getting in." <laughs> I don't know. Oh like, yeah, yeah. He's not leveling up anymore. He's not getting any experience because he's not in the party. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. I also really like that he's like trying to impress Isma, so he's being kind of like a little more cool and collected about things. Or like, it's like, yeah, monsters. See this all the time. I'm always fighting stuff. Doesn't he say <laughs> yeah. something like, like not you'll get in the way, but like you don't want to see us like kill a bunch of people you thought like that you knew as oh humans yeah or whatever it's just like he's... there's this kind of sad little scene where like uh isma sees a couple bully kids and goes like oh weird like uh i i better go check and make sure they're okay and then they turn into tentacle monsters and it's like ah, oh no yeah and then it's just like yeah we're gonna have to like kill everybody you've known <laughs> So you probably don't want to see that kind of <laughs> I, thing. Like someone's at least mindful of potential trauma for maybe I, the first time. I think Shearcase even says something like, I don't sense any humans here. Like that whole town is no longer people. <laughs> yeah. And Isma is kind of wrestling with that because they were terrible to her. But at the same time, she's, she's kind of saying like, I, I didn't, didn't want, want them, them to die though. Yeah. That's not, that's not what I wanted. It's just kind of. Yeah, there's a little bit of melancholic, like, oh, wait, I was alone on this island this whole time? It's the like, whole yeah, time. It's been monsters. <laughs> so, and yeah. that kind town of, was taken over. And it kind of brings up, like, what that thing, that seashell thing on her door was. It's an amulet that's staved away, like, all of the bad. Oh, away right, from her. that's right. Sh yeah, Shirka kind of points out that it's like, y you were inadvertently protected from evil, like, this whole yeah. time, so... Yeah, that's the only reason you you weren't taken. That was cool um, to learn. Yeah. There's also, there's just like a drawing of like Guts standing next to Shirka on like the the deck of the ship that made me question like how tall is Guts and how short is Shirka? Because he just looks absurdly tall compared to her in this well, one page. It was just like, is he like seven feet tall or is she like three feet tall? Like what is what am I seeing? Man, uh, I should I try to know. find yeah. it because I don't remember that specifically. I guess it makes sense though. She is a child. I mean, he's I, he's a big person, and he's like it's big. it's not just the height; it's like the frame of his shoulders and everything too. He just oh. looks gigantic in this yeah. one scene. I was like, I've never really thought about how tall he must be compared to normal people. 
Like, is he like six eight or something? Is he like a uh, basketball player? Yeah, probably. I like a monster or whatever. <laughs> is he a monster? Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially in berserk form. But, <laughs> but yeah, just being able to wield the sword and everything. Or how tall is that sword? Like, how long is it? in real life <laughs> i swear that they said there was something i think that like people figured it out i swear i read it somewhere but see I if you know the remember. dimensions of that then you can easily figure it out but anyway, yeah i just hadn't really thought of it like this whole time sure just like oh yeah he's you know he's a warrior man i don't know it's like no he's he's, he's really a giant big. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i guess i guess they're kind of yeah sorry no it's just they're kind of readying up to do battle again i guess like i forget kind of what's prompting this new wave of attackers but don't worry sorry yeah yeah no i was just gonna say that like it's also hard to tell because the things he's fighting aren't worldly creatures most of the time anymore they're not other soldiers yeah. <laughs> so. they're weird giant monsters so yeah i guess tell. so yeah um Okay, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, the pirates flee for a bit, and then what prompts, like, the second wave or the second attack? Like, they're they're out on the ship now sailing, and then they get attacked by a big fleet or something, right? Like, a bunch of monsters? So, yeah, they, they're trying to make a plan, basically, because they want... They know that they're going to be attacked again eventually. So, it's best that while they retreated... Oh, yeah. ...that... A smaller party, which we find out to be Guts, just by himself, because that's what happens or whatever. With Shirka kind of like in her luminous form, helping keep the bull at bay in the suit the whole time. Yeah, uh, he's that's right, right. They they make the decision to be like, oh wait, we know where the heart of this problem is. It's in that cave. Let's we kill should it. Go root it out. Yeah, let's kill it. Yeah, yeah. Don't exactly. just leave it. Let's get rid of it. Uh, so. I don't know. I I was enjoying this this chapter, but it it did kind of like play to me like this is like a big side quest. This is like a DLC mission or something. <laughs> it's like Realm of the Sea God, and it comes out later. Right. And it's you know this little story with uh, this crazy monster that doesn't really have anything to do with what's going on, but sure. we need this new character. It's like you know yeah. it's it's like you're picking up Yuffie or something. It's like a it can happen. Yeah. You know, you can get the mermaid in, in your party, but eh. Yeah, you know? <laughs> an expansion or something that like it's it's quality. Like I'm not mad at it. It's just it was like we're really just going down this pirate track here with for a bit with like this giant monstro thing. And it's a little bit game. annoying because it's obviously like the on disc DLC that they unlocked for an extra five dollars after the game came out. <laughs> <laughs> or i i don't know i was a little just like man we're, i'm hearing a lot about this elfheim but i still have never seen it and i don't know if it's gonna pay off yeah. you know definitely but the like the journey is more important than the destination type arc that we're on yeah right now a little bit yeah. i I'm, I'm not mad at sea monsters and stuff and pirates and whatever I, i'm i'm game for that stuff but yeah it definitely as as it's like no no we have to go back and really deal with this it's like all right, yeah, we accepted this mission. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's do it. This uh, one's cool so, too. Yeah. Like a good side character to introduce to the party. Yeah, sure. I think I mean, she's like, going to get better. One of the coolest characters <laughs> in that game, so <clears throat> you want them in your party. Totally. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, okay. There is so some the important stuff ha that happens here, though. So with Shirky gone, 
they need a mage to help bolster the defenses of the ship because they know that they're going right. to get attacked again. And that mage turns out to be Farnese, who is somehow capable of casting one of the most like powerful defensive spells known to mages. Because apparently that's really easy for like that's like a basic ass mage spell is to call on the powers of the four kings to protect an area. <laughs> I guess maybe they're just some of the friendliest ancients to talk to or something. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Shirka kind of says it's like, don't worry, it's it's not it's not that crazy. Like y now that you can control your luminous form, like you you can pull this off. I guess also uh, just the way it works, it seems mechanically because apparently we're talking mechanics on things that don't work or that aren't real right now. Is yeah, it doesn't require concentration because there's like a thing saying like yeah as long as she's like conscious this spell will last or whatever she doesn't have to like keep a concentration on like the spell being up the whole time or something like that i guess yeah the way i was kind of it's like you're almost like asking something else to help out to right like you. you're just like yeah. hey you four guys can you can you keep an eye on your ship and if you do it right they'll be like yeah and then this kind of cloak of light or whatever is covering the ship and all the sailors are super impressed and like wowed about it. And the brothers uh, like we could sell this at parties or something like just be something. It's also like douche. what like a member of our family's a witch. Oh, and yeah, he's just just enough to remind you that he's there, really. <laughs> yeah, or like hiding in a barrel later or whatever. It's just like is everything okay? Is it over? Like okay, yeah, this guy is it Magnifico or something? I can't remember uh, even. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. yeah. But okay, uh, as this battle kicks off and like Berserk, like Berserk, <laughs> guys <God's. laughs> in Berserk armor, our buddy Berserk is going to run off into the cave. Uh, he literally like is skipping over the water and rocks and stuff as he as he leaves. Uh, he manages to plant his foot right in the face of the pirate captain yeah. and like vault off of him. And I enjoyed how his like face kind of squishes in. For a bit, I was like, "Is he dead?" It's like, no, he's yeah. he's like a tentacle monster. He's fine. He's just squished. But, yeah, because Guts was kind of getting annoyed with him. It's just like, man, this guy sucks. He needs to shut up. And then stomps on his face uh, <laughs> as he leaves. And yeah, they're all proud of their monster. I guess at one point, right? Because it starts to like, when, no, when does it wake up? Like and start breaking out of the island. The actual sea know? god. So yeah. It's hard to tell because a whole bunch of slugs kind of like it guts like finds the area I guess where it's sleeping and gets attacked by a bunch of slugs and then it just like slowly wakes up still, as he jumps into kind of, its maw is what happens. Yeah, he's still interacting with the pirates. Like they're talking up their sea god and they're just like, Oh, you've had it now. You were just fighting his whiskers and he's pissed about it. He's gonna kill all you guys. And then Guts just jumps right into his mouth and there's like well, that was easy like i guess i guess that's that let's move on to his yeah. friends or whatever because the sea god clearly just ate him you're, <laughs> so. you're right that's actually where it spurs on them going after the boat is because he right. kind of has like a conversation they're talking at him while he's like jumping across slugs and tentacles to get into the mouth i think Right, he's just making a beeline for the cave. I guess the, the mob is behind them at that point, and they kind of set sail out of there to go attack the the Illith ship or whatever, the seahorse. 
Yes. Uh, while while he's inside the monster, unbeknownst to them, still alive and capable of causing problems. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, although the all this stuff at some point was reminding me of like Monstro from Pinocchio. Sure. <laughs> I was just like, yep. it's just this giant mouth. There's like a ship graveyard in there. Or Jabu Jabu. Uh, Sure, Jabu Jabu, you know, whichever, like, <laughs> whatever big absurd stuff fish. inside a creature. Yeah. You know, Jonah, probably, um, Jonah's whale, probably that, had a couple ships in there. That I'm episode sure. of uh, the Magic School bus in uh, Arnold's body, where they find out why yeah. his skin is turning orange. Inner space, you know, with Martin Short, it's like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like once they're inside and kind of just standing there, it's like, wait a minute, what's that sound? Oh, that's its heart. We need to find that and cut it up. And you'll, you know, even a fishbone can cause problems if he stabs you right in the heart or something. <laughs> like there's some line to that effect. Yeah. Just like, well, we're we're too tiny to make a difference, but if we get him right in the heart, maybe, maybe we can do it. There. So yeah. There's some like weirdness though, where there's like a bunch of. Uh, silverfish or giant like monsters silverfish trying to get out of the stomach acids that are kind of like crawling up the oh yeah there's just all these bugs coming up trying to get them and just they didn't really cause many problems but that was the thing was like oh no that seems real bad but then there's like a bunch of eels and and spiders and shit it's gross like there's yeah yeah at a point he kind of has to jump up to the lining or whatever of the stomach cuts it and then there's spiders in there for some reason (laughs) it's like monster spiders yeah yeah it's so gross i don't i don't know what the biology of sea gods are but apparently they are made of monsters (laughs) and so yeah Uh, yeah it kind of just keeps like cutting back inside and guts is just hacking and slashing crazy stuff yeah, uh, and then we jump back to the ship, and they're actually like, ta- like gabbing with the pirates about becoming tentacles, and like you're seafood, and I don't want to be like you. And it's <laughs> like, no, a tentacle's life for me. At some point, one of the pirates says, which I thought was funny because it's usually a pirate's <laughs> life for me. It's like great, good yeah. stuff. Yep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, and then at th- at this point, like the sea god, like I thought all we were gonna get of the sea god was like a giant maw. Like the big mouth or whatever. I, I thought so too. Yeah. Uh, but then the entire island starts kind of cracking open and cracking apart, and this like huge blob, like this big black head or whatever, starts moving through the ocean. I feel we haven't quite gotten like a clear look at what this thing looks like. Hopefully, right. next volume. Yeah. Uh, but it is it is awake and mobile and angry and causing problems now in a much more direct way. Uh, I think they even hear its heart rate increasing while they're inside it because it's like, oh, it's getting ready to do something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like so waking up fully or something. I also really like that, like, as they get closer to the heart, the sound becomes unbearable and becomes like physically painful to be around. Yeah. It took me a bit to get that's what was going on because you just kind of have gut suffering and his ear bleeding and stuff. I was like, what? And it's like, oh, I think it's just so cacophonously loud the closer you get to your objective here. That's so cool. Uh, I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But okay. I guess, yeah, this, this kind of big Pirates of the Caribbean 3 battle is going to happen. Like the two ships are coming at each other with like a host of monsters behind it. And then a big wave hits the ship and knocks Isidro into the ocean. I yeah. Think is the next kind of big event. 
Yeah, something like. Oh right. There's already kind of a giant. Well, fight it's more happening. that they they breach the barrier with the ship, right? Because yeah. like, you know, luminous forms or like ethereal plane stuff can't really penetrate this defense dome, but uh, physical stuff can still. It's only half effective or whatever. So the bow of the pirate ship manages to crack through it, and then they start invading and stuff. They start swashbuckling, as they say. The, that's right. The pirates say, like, finally, time for some swashbuckling. Yep. I trained my whole life for this. <laughs> and then they're, they're sword fighting. Isidro gets a rematch with the pirate captain. He's basically uh, Peter Pan versus Captain Hook here. Like, it's it's pretty great, though. It's a pretty good fight. I really enjoyed it. Well, because they, they had that fight on the boats or whatever in the harbor or whatever way long ago. Where he when they toppled first met him these characters. on the boat. Yeah. yeah. I think he even um, brings something back up about it where he's like, I've gotten better at fighting while moving or something. Isidro yeah. says something like, I'm better at fighting on boats or some dumb shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Because he does like this it's weird. Like you've improved your skills. He does like yeah. this spin move or something where he just like does a double cut while like moving or spinning, doing a 360 or something. <laughs> just like, okay, that's that's pretty And the, sick. Uh, the pirate captain actually does compliment him too. He's like, hey, that job op- opportunity is still there for you if you want. And it's just like, I don't want to be seafood. Get out of here or something. And they keep fighting. So. Also, also, he finds a bucket and just like plops it on his head and like attacks him while he's like getting it off or something there yeah yeah i think i think he threw a basket on his head and then lit it on fire with his dagger his dagger and then it was just like oh nice improvising with stuff that's around you that's pretty pretty good stuff yeah he says something like not even like a lot of skilled swordsmen are able to like improvise the way this little shit does essentially (laughs) i hate him so much but he's so great or something yeah there's weird (laughs) like all right uh, but yeah, at at some point the battle still floods Isidro off into the ocean. Yeah. Uh, and then then we get our big uh, Isma moment, where yeah, she she dives in like with no thought, and then starts hearing the voices of the ocean talking to her about her true name, and uh, boom, shape of water happens, and it's pretty good. Yeah, instantly. Uh, <laughs> also, she goes from like dressed to instantly naked jumping off the bow and that's just weird and impressive that's that my mirror test or, or touch or whatever yeah <laughs> i don't know there's that's... billowy sea clothes or something she's it's like well i can't swim in this It'd be terrible yeah uh, I, but I yes suppose. before during this rescue though she fully turns into a moreau for the first time yeah uh, in her life i think she's never known that she could do this uh, and yeah, that, and that, and that's right after that moment, uh, is when my iPad died. So then I had to plug it in and wait oh. like another hour. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> did you not see the end then? Okay. That makes I sense. did. Yeah. I, it, it was such a dramatic, weird, like, it was like, flip the page. Oh God, there's like 50 murrows coming. And then dead. And then I had to go charge up before I could read like the last eight pages or whatever. <laughs> but anyway, that's just my experience. Yeah, uh, but yes. Uh, apparently, the Murrow weren't extinct. They were just in hiding, I guess, while the Sea God ruled, and they're they are back for some vengeance, uh, which seems great. I hope that goes well for them. But stop reading. You've reached the end of this book. It made me want to just keep going so bad. It's like, but we got to talk about this first. So like, yeah, I, yeah, like there 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 was some joking around too about like like it was like 
as soon as Isma rescues uh, Isidro, it's like, yeah, no, there's this voice and it said, like, you got to know your true name. And uh, I guess it's and, and then the elves are like, whoa, 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 don't tell people what your true name is. That's like that's for you. You keep that in your hat. And it's like, oh, OK, I don't know. And then there's a weird joke in there that I had to look up where Puck is saying, like, what's my real name again? Justin Bailey? I think no, I forget, and that's like a Metroid code. I guess is probably what the illusion is. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I looked up Justin Bailey, and there's like a 28 year old hockey player that I don't think uh, Mira cares about. I don't think that's yeah, the joke, fair, right? Fair, yeah. But there's also in the original Metroid, if you put in the name Justin Bailey, that's how you just skip right to Zero Suit Samus or whatever, like No Helmet Samus. What? It's like a code. <laughs> yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's just a nerd joke f- for nerds Holy older than shit. I am. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what's happening. That's so weird. Okay. The joke I remember is before she realizes what happens, she saves as a draw and he's like, to, 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 and she's like, tits, they're no big deal. Oh, tail. <laughs> and then she's like, oh my God, I have a tail. I have a tail. What? <laughs> it's yeah, just like right. flopping around. <laughs> I just found that really funny for some reason. It's just like that she has no and idea. He, he's kind of defensive too with the other sailors. They're like, "What, Moros?" And it's like, "Yeah, what of it? What are you gonna do about it?" It's like, "No, what? No, it's fine." Like, we're, we're just yeah. He gets up in uh, the what's the guy Roderick's face a couple times too. Yeah. For some reason, over the course of this, it's like, what are we doing standing here? We gotta get our cannons going and get up in this thing's face. And it's like, all right, yeah. Like, I think I'll, that's actually at the very end when they see all the marrows going towards the sea god. He's like, what are we doing? Go! Like, we gotta fight. It's like, oh uh, yeah, someone postulates like, are they minions of the the monster? It's like, no, obviously not. They're Murrow. They're great. And it's like, okay, like he's just kind of getting boisterous with people. Yeah. Oh. There's also a moment where, what what is our bridge knight's real name again? Azan. Yeah, no, I wanted to talk about him because he comes back into action. Everybody's like, where did he get the suit? It's like, he's been wearing it the whole time. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. But there was a moment where he, like, is about to declare something. He's like, oh, is he finally going to come clear? Like, I am, in fact, that dude you know. But he says, like, no, remember my name, the Black Mustache Knight. It's like, that's not your name. Like, what? Yeah. Is, that's, not even your, that's not even your nickname. What is this? Why yeah. are you still so ashamed? So, yeah, I hope he I hope he feels good about how he performs in this battle. And it's like, all right, guys, I'm going to blow your minds right now and, like, pull off his helmet and be like, remember me? <laughs> <laughs> Lady Farnese, I'm I'm here. It's like what? So I don't know. Uh, that guy is well, driving trying... me crazy. He just needs to accept who he is. The bridge. Knight. I don't know. Yeah, he's being so coy about his presence <laughs> there. But whatever. Um, I'm trying to think if Farnese has another moment. Like she kind of has that little kind of nod of appreciation with Serpico at one point. I think like after she successfully cast the spell and is there and i don't know there's like some little moment with them uh and her, the spell holds for the most part her yeah. thing is uh Sorry. she's having to keep shirke's body like safe from i don't know toppling overboard or being killed or whatever she does have a moment right. where she tosses the uh exploding vine oh. thing again yeah that's but right that's kind of it 
her big thing. I, th- I think right. People start like celebrating her a bit at the end, though. They're like the guardian angel of the seahorse. It's you, and I was like, yeah, okay. Like it's kind of these four god things. Like at some point, Puck or somebody says like, hey, don't let it go to your head, and it's like kind of yeah, because you just summoned Ifrit, and Ifrit did it. Like you don't need to. You don't get the cred for this really, but whatever. Yeah, you know, <laughs> no, there was a cool line where like when the attack first happens and the giant force field is up or whatever, it keeps them all at bay. And Roderick says something like about how like the ship has a goddess that's protecting angels on it. I'm like, that's pretty sick or whatever. It's like fire at will. And there's just this explosion of like a hundred cannons hitting this wall of monsters. I'm like, that's fucking yeah. dope. That's really cool. So I yeah no I was into it for sure. The back and forth was a little annoying because at some points I was just like I just need to see what happens to guts now because he just did something incredibly weird or stupid where he jumped up and like cut the lining of this monster and then like it just basically formed a burp that sucked them up into the next stage or something. It's weird. Oh right yeah it was like the stomach acid or something something yeah <laughs> you're right yeah, yeah. I, I was a little mystified by some of the bi- logistics of what was going on inside that creature and like he it's knew like it sort of a work. nonsense creature too yeah it's so weird <laughs> yeah eh. Eh. yeah yeah it just so, made me want to read the next one because the marrow are out the ship is going straight for a god <laughs> essentially and guts is inside there and I think some crazy shit's going to go down. Mm-hmm. Also, I need Casca to get her memories back. <laughs> it's driving me nuts. Yeah, her little moment where she at least like was cognizant of that kid and had that interaction where it was like, oh, Casca's doing something. Like She's she's figuring something out, but yeah, not, not much. I don't even think you get any like dialogue or anything from her in this volume. So Somebody tries yeah. biting Isma's tail. And that was weird. <laughs> oh, on the ship? Yeah, somebody, like, like, takes a chomp on her tail, and I don't remember who or why. <laughs> I just remember somebody's mouth going, like, ah, on it or something. Weird. I assumed it was Casca, right. but I don't actually remember that it was, because that seems like I could see that do. being Casca. That's something she would do. Yeah. But okay. That's the only person I would forgive for doing that <laughs> in the lineup. That's like, what are you doing? I just, anybody I just looked it up. It's the kid <laughs> that did it. Her- oh, the weird, like, silent kid? Sure. Oh, yeah, he also has this kind of ominous moment where he's suddenly standing on the ropes of the, the ship or whatever and just points at the god. And they're like, oh, crap, that thing's coming, huh? <laughs> or whatever, so. Yeah. yeah. So Hopefully we get a name next time. Do you think that god awakening is what awakened this in Isma too, though? Because there is a moment where, like, she falls down on the boat and Isidro's like, what's wrong? Like, what's happening or whatever? And that's when the god is, like, wakening, essentially. And that's when the I'm guessing the mermaids... I'm, o- I'm almost wondering if it, maybe that stirred the murrows awake right. and it's the murrows she's hearing? I don't know. Because oh. she was saying she's she's heard voices in the ocean before. Uh, and now, yeah, maybe, maybe it's the murrows communicating with her in some way. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know how Murrows work yet because I've, I've seen a bunch, but they haven't explained themselves. So, so it's probably her mother, right? Since her mother was a Murrow. 
that was like I thought her mother died no her mother was a marrow her father was the human that fell in love with the marrow Oh, okay. So maybe we'll get to meet her mom. Because who else would know her that's name? Too, that sounds way too positive and happy for a Mira book. Like, you'd be like, oh no, she tragically died like many years ago. But we we know of you, and we'll talk to you. But who else would know her name though? Because if the name is like that important, where it gives kind of like some the people who know it control over you, only the parents well, would probably know. It almost seemed like she knows her own name. I don't think they told her. It's like you had to dig deep into yourself, into yourself. and know that again. Maybe, yeah, maybe your maybe. mom told her when she was a little little Murrow person. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she maybe. also has like thin ears and stuff now. Oh yeah, she's it's like fully transformed, Zora style, a yeah. little bit. But yeah, um, but yeah, and that you know, and we'll find out what goes on with that in uh, volume thirty-seven. So yeah, there you go. I'm excited. Uh, do we have any questions or queries or anything that piled up over the time? Um, let me just... I can't remember if we... Yeah, no, I think we read this one. Uh, favorite fight. Yeah, we've talked about that, I'm pretty sure. Oh, did we? Okay. I think, didn't we? This was from a while back, so probably... We've done many okay. episodes in between, actually, now that I look at it. So, yeah, I think this was an old, old question. So, no, we're good. Okay. We're caught up for now. But if people want to send in something, what's what's the Oh, it is I have again? gone berserk. I've gone. I have gone berserk. All one word together at gmail.com. That's right. How to do it. Um. Yeah, there you go. I, I don't I don't have any lingering questions really. No, this was a very visually heavy epi- episode or volume or whatever. There was a lot of two-page panels of like giant maws and weird creepy things and the sea god and the giant battle with pirates and it's very very cool. So a little hard to talk about auditorially about what it is. It's kind of one of those ones you have to read and just not like a lot of revelations come up, but the big revelation well, except, of except you know Isma's, Isma's. Oh, I guess we we didn't really get into like yeah she's gonna travel with them also, but that that is apparent. I mean that kind <laughs> of went know. without saying almost. Yeah, that whole part yeah, was kind of like, cute hey, too. You, of like your entire like island is dead, and then it's just like oh is that okay with you? It's like oh no, it's just, it's great. It's just get to go on this adventure. Like, <laughs> I've always wanted to be on a giant boat or whatever. Nizadro just berating Roderick, saying, like, what, you're just going to leave her here? And he's like, what are you talking about? No, like, a guest of yours is a guest of mine. It's fine. And <laughs> okay, Wait, okay, brief, brief thing. Yeah. Isidro has, like, a weird nosebleed moment in this, but at, like, the weirdest time where it's, like, she is throwing weights or something at monsters, and then he looks at her and suddenly gush her. And I was like, what? Why? <laughs> like, what is, what is going on now? Oh. That's so exciting. I don't know. I guess... He seems like the type... That's my signature weapon. That's so hot. <laughs> kind know. of. Like, I think he's probably into women that are able to fight. Like, I get like, it. She's good at throwing stuff, too. We're a match made in <laughs> baseball heaven or yeah. something. In I don't baseball know. heaven. <laughs> he's there. I think at some point they say it's pitching, effectively. Yeah. But, yeah. She's throwing, like, lead weights or something at these monsters. Yeah. Uh, and, and I was confused, but... She's got whatever. that dummy mommy energy. 
and he likes it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. If you want to email, I've gone berserk at gmail.com and uh, hopefully less wait time on this next one because we want to see how the sea battle ends. Hell yeah. But yeah. All right. See you next time.